الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful i testify that there is no true god worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger continue the explanation of surah al-baqarah and now we are in uh, on or in uh, we have reached rather verse 21 we are on verse 21 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Ya ayyuhan nasu abudu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum walladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun O mankind worship your Lord Allah who created you and those who were before you so that you may become al-muttaqin tattaqun Ya ayyuhan nas O mankind this is general as you can tell this Calling is for mankind. Yet we know that this verse or this surah, this chapter, is a Madamite chapter, meaning it was revealed after migration. Muttaqin meaning the pious. So you may become from the pious. Okay. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ so that you may become from the pious okay so if someone says well this is a Madianite chapter meaning it was revealed after the immigration of the Prophet and the mostly the address in the chapters of Medina the Madianite chapters mostly is addressing the believers and someone may say therefore that this particular verse may be a Meccan a Meccan verse that was put in a Medianite chapter the answer to this is originally this cannot be the case meaning not to take the verses revealed in Mecca in the Medianite chapters or vice versa and no one should change this original matter except with an explicit and correct evidence and that's why sometimes we see titles about chapters in the Quran people put them that this chapter is a Medianite chapter except for verses such and such and such and such or the opposite yani, this is not to be taken for granted until and, until and, you know, and if this is verified by a clear explicit and authentic evidence Medianite from Medina meaning revealed after the immigration of the Prophet so originally therefore the Medianite chapters are Medianite meaning their verses and the Meccan chapters are Meccan meaning their verses except when there is a clear explicit and authentic evidence to indicate otherwise so this is the point of benefit now Allah says here addressing mankind 
worship your Lord, meaning humiliate yourself to Allah in obedience by complying with His commands and abstaining from His prohibitions out of love and magnification. Out of love and magnification. And the Lord, Abudu Rabbakum, Rabbakum, Arab, Arab, the Lord is the Creator to whom belongs the kingdom, the one who runs the affairs. All of this is the meaning of Arab who created you and those who were before you, meaning he brought you from non existence. as well as he brought those before you meaning all the previous nations as well whom Allah created لَعَلَّكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ who created you so that so that meaning in order that you attain piety and piety is a high degree to the extent that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described paradise by saying in chapter 3 verse 133 about paradise describing it أُعِدَّتْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ prepared for the pious the pious, the righteous who fear Allah and comply with his commands and stay away from his prohibitions these are the pious I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from them. Also Allah said in chapter 16 verse 128 In Allah Truly Allah is with those who fear him, keep their duty unto him and those who are muhsinun, good doers and Allah also in the same surah, in the same chapter of 2 said in verse 194 and know for sure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with the pious the benefits of this verse the benefits of this verse the clear attention directed at worship giving it the care it deserves and this is taken from two directions the first angle Starting the command with the verb worship. All mankind worship. The second angle, generalizing the call to all mankind, indicating that worship is the most important thing. Rather, mankind are created only to worship Allah. 
as Allah stated in 5156 verily I have created jinn and mankind for the sole purpose of worshipping none but me and from the benefits and this is very important this verse Allah is saying in this verse reminding us that he is the creator so Allah is speaking about his lordship and therefore he is speaking about his lordship and requested mankind to worship him alone reminding them that he is the Lord so the benefit that we can draw here is this that attesting to Allah being the creator meaning being the Lord necessitates attesting of his divinity that he is the only true God worthy of worship because he said رَبَّكُمْ worship your Lord look at this worship your Lord so when he is the Lord he is the creator the one who runs the affairs the possessor of the kingdom etc when he is the Lord then attesting to his Lordship necessitates his divinity that he must be worshipped alone the third point of benefit that it is a must to worship Allah because this is a command and this is the, the purpose behind the creation and worship covers two meanings worship covers two meanings first it covers what is called a ta'abud which, which is the act of worship our actions in worship the second is al-muta'abbadu bih the means of worship the second is the means of worship and the means of worship covers every saying every apparent action or hidden action which draws one near to Allah so from the points of benefits for number four number four that worship being obligatory on us is something necessitated intellectually in addition to legally the worship being obligatory on us intellectually in addition to legally is proven intellectually or is entailed intellectually in addition to being legally demanded why? because Allah is saying worship your Lord and the Lord deserves to be worshipped alone because he is the Lord and none therefore to be worshipped with him and it's amazing that the mushriks who did not comply to worship Allah alone it's amazing that when they were touched by any calamity or hardship and lost all means of deliverance they resorted to Allah alone at times of difficulty and hardship as Allah described them in 31-32 in Surah Luqman 
وإذا غشيهم موج كالظلل دعوا الله مخلصين له الدين And when a wave covers them like shades, they invoke Allah making their invocations for him alone. But look, but when, when he brings them safe to land, they are among them, those who, those that stop in the middle between belief and disbelief. But none denies our signs except every perfidious angry. From the points of benefit is point number five. Affirming in this verse, that Allah is the creator and the only creator the creator of those before and the latter because he said الذي خلقكم والذين من قبلكم the one who created you and those before you and from the points of benefit point number six is that it is from the way of the Qur'an that most often when it mentions when it mentions the ruling it mentions the cause in this case Allah says Rabbakum, worship your Lord and the cause here is since he is our Lord, our Creator, and those before us, then we must worship him. This is often the case, point number six. And point seven, that piety is a high degree attained only by those who sincerely worship Allah the most mighty, the most magnificent because Allah says in order so that you be from the pious point number 8 it's possible to deduce from this verse the warning against innovation why? because the worship of Allah cannot be attained except by following the way which he Allah legislated for his slaves in order to reach him because we cannot therefore know how to worship Allah except by way of revelation and legislation how do we perform wudu how to perform salah what made us know and realize that if man stands for the prayers then he should say this and that and bow and prostrate and 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 except after revelation the ninth point of benefit is the motivation to seek knowledge urging to seek knowledge because worship cannot be possibly attained except with knowledge 
And that's why Al-Imam Al-Bukhari, may Allah's mercy be upon him, tabulated concerning this issue by saying, chapter, quote, knowledge before saying and before action, end of quote. And this tells of his fiqh, of his understanding, rahimahullah. From the points of benefit as well, and now we are gaining more from this just published material which I spoke to you about, which is Min Ahkam al Quran al Kareem, from the rulings deducted from the Noble Quran. And uh, by the way, this new publication, the ruling from the Noble Quran, or the rulings uh, was or used to be uh, used to come on the on the radio uh, daily from the uh, the Noble Quran station in Riyadh and uh, Alhamdulillah they have collected all of this material and uh, they're just beginning to publish it and Last night I got the first two volumes, alhamdulillah. People used to listen to these classes on the air. They were so much beneficial. And now after the uh, the death of the Shaykh, rahimahullah, uh, they are taken by uh, Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan. May Allah preserve him. So we take now from the points of benefits, again, the Shaykh Rahimahullah asserted that the worship is the right of Allah and it is incumbent upon all mankind. This is deducted from the generality of the call. Ya ayyuhan nasu, O mankind. So all mankind, it's a must upon them to worship Allah. And the worship of Allah is to humiliate, as we said earlier, to humiliate oneself by complying with his commands, abstaining from his prohibitions in accordance with his legislation which he sent his messengers with. And these legislations are different. They differ from a messenger to another. Meaning that Allah subhanahu wa from, from uh, mankind are those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assigns for them a particular legislation and another from mankind another particular uh, legislation in accordance with his wisdom such that each and one each and every legislation in its own time and with respect to its own people will be beneficial to them however all the, the legislations all the legislations are combined in the legislation of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and thus the legislation of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam abrogates all the previous ones. فَلَا عِبَادَ and thus there is no worship of Allah except through the Sharia of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the worship is based upon two foundations. First, sincerity. Second, compliance with the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
and concerning the first one which is al-ikhlas, sincerity it means that the person intends with his worship the face of Allah alone and the last day he doesn't want doesn't want anything from the crumble and ashes stuff of this world neither prestige nor leadership and not pretending and showing off for any creature rather seek sincerely the face of Allah and the last day and look at this important statement which the Shaykh Rahimahullah mentioned he said وَمَتَى كَانَتْ هَذِهِ نِيَّتُهُ and when if this is truly the intention of someone فَإِنَّهُ سَوْفَ يُحْسِنُ الْعَمَلِ then verily he will conduct his work righteously he will worship Allah as if he sees Allah for verily if he sees him not then Allah sees him and what opposes this sincerity is shirk shirk and worship meaning intending with his worship other than the face of Allah and the last day seeking the material of this world which will come to crumble and become nothing or showing off to a creature or intending to reach a highest uh, or a high level in the society and prestige and so forth so this intention is false and it nullifies the action the second condition is following the messenger وسلم, this is the worship and this cannot be attained except when the worship agrees with the Sharia in six matters please make note of these six matters worship in accordance with the second condition which is following the messenger وسلم, cannot be in agreement with the Sharia except if it attains six matters they are it must be in compliance with the Sharia in the cause cause in the kind in the extent in the description in the timing in the place six matters should be in compliance with the Sharia each and every one of them so if your act of worship or the act of worship of someone opposes the Sharia in one of these matters then in this case the person is not following the messenger so if anyone now invents a worship because of an illegal cause then his worship is not acceptable rather rejected because the Prophet ﷺ said 
من عمل عملا ليس عليه أمرنا فهو رد anyone who invents or acts on something which is not in accordance with our matter with our affair our way then it is rejected this hadith is the evidence for all of these six matters which you see in the text and anyone who worships Allah by following a kind of worship which is not prescribed then his worship is rejected so for example if someone now sacrifices a horse instead of a sheep or a cow then his sacrifice is not acceptable because he sacrificed a kind which is not acceptable and we know that the sacrificable the sacrificial animal is that from cattle camels cows and sheep also it must be in compliance with the sharia in the extent of the worship so anyone who worships Allah in something extra to that prescribed then this extra is not acceptable and it could nullify the worship itself and it may not nullify it for example if someone prays the dhuhr five instead of four rak'ah having an extra one it will not be acceptable from him because it is not in accordance with the extent described by the sharia and this additional action this extra thing nullifies the worship in this example however if someone gives the charity at the end of the month of Ramadan more than the prescribed amount of two sa'as, two sa'as around the okay, I'm sorry if someone exceeds the sa' exceeds the limit of fitra which is the charity at the end of month of Ramadan and the sa' is around two and a half and three kilos and instead he gives two sa's meaning around six kilos he will be rewarded for the first sa' for one sa' but the second extra one he will be rewarded for it as being general charity general charity and there is a difference between the fitra which is the charity linked to the fasting of month of Ramadan which you know and the general charity is this clear? this example is clear why? because the general charity is something optional and the fitra 
is obligatory. You see the difference? Is this example clear? Is this example clear? Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay, alhamdulillah. Tayyib. The others, is it clear for you? Okay, alhamdulillah. Okay. The act of worship must also be in compliance with the prescribed methods in their description. In the description. So if it opposes the prescribed matter in description, it will not be accepted. For example, for example, if someone starts the prayer by prostration instead of bowing, he begins the salah with sujood instead of ruku'ah, then his salah is not acceptable. Because this is opposing the description prescribed by the Sharia. Similarly, in accordance with the correct opinion, if someone makes wudu and starts with his feet, then his head, then his hands, then his face, his wudu, according to the correct opinion, is not acceptable. Because this is in opposition to the description related by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Furthermore the act of worship must be in compliance with the prescribed one in timing in timing so if someone worships Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala a worship in other than its time it will not be acceptable let's give an example if someone performs Hajj performs the Hajj the pilgrimage in a time other than the prescribed time of Hajj then his Hajj is not acceptable even though he may visit all the and conduct all the rituals because this is not in the prescribed timing furthermore it must be in compliance in regard to the place for example if someone goes into the ritual seclusion in his house then this will not be atikaf, ritual seclusion because he didn't follow the way of Allah in that respect and in summary therefore in conclusion worship cannot be acceptable except in that which it complies with the Sharia and this can only be when it fulfills this matter in these six cases cause kind extent description, timing and place and inshallah we'll stop here so we can continue tomorrow inshallah ta'ala
والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين